And I hope we're, um, you're finding this process of arriving and settling, uh, kind of unfolding for you. It can uh, take different periods of time for uh, different people. Maybe just to acknowledge as I say that, that there's some people here in the hall who've already been here for quite a long time. <laughs> so we've got some of the personal retreatants practicing with us. and Some of them have been here since October. Um, so yeah, there's different kind of threads woven together in, in the space here. So as I um, continue to unfold the suggestions for practice um, this morning, also uh, to touch on um, one aspect of the silence that we didn't go into detail with uh, yesterday, um, and that's reading and writing that sometimes comes up. So we really encourage really encourage with uh, being here that um, resting into the silence. Just a sec. My ear is misbehaving. <laughs> Keeps knocking the mic out. Um, so we really encourage with the silence and the simplicity to, to not engage in reading in the way that we might usually do. Um, and with writing, uh, if you wish to take notes uh, here in the hall while there's meditation instructions or talks, you're welcome to do that. Um, everything is being recorded, so you will have access to the recordings later. It's just helpful to know. Um, and also, if you have a, a journaling practice that's part of your practice, yeah and you wish to engage with it while you're here, uh, that can be fine. Just really take time to check with your intention and to be clear, and then also with doing it, to make sure that it's really contained, both as far as time uh, that you spend on it um, and also as far as where you do it. So being aware, sensitive to others. So we would ask that you do it in your room rather than in the public uh, spaces about a real sense of containment around it, uh, if possible. And it can just be interesting with all of these things to see that the habit to kind of externalize experience in some way and to just see how what happens if we just explore this simplification. Uh, so much of our practice is about simplifying conditions. Mm. And we just say, ah, you know, just, just being with this unfolding experience uh, now. I'd like to um, unpack a little what we've already been doing since we've arrived as far as practice. Give it a little bit of context um, and then unfold it a little bit more. And one very important uh, rich insight that we uh, can apply and we can explore in our practice is that uh, when there's an experience, yeah, when we experience anything, 
Yeah? That experience is shaped by what we pay attention to and how we're paying attention. Yeah? What we pay attention to, birdsong, yeah? and how. Yeah? Interest, non-interest. Yeah? Kindness, non-kindness. Yeah? These are ways we pay attention. Another way of saying that is, you know, when we have an experience, there's not just the object in experience, which also matters, what we pay attention to also matters, impacts, uh, but there's also a way of relating. You know, sometimes we use this word, there's an atmosphere yeah, of attention that is contributing to what is being uh, experienced. And so we can relate to meditation, we can see meditation practice as a practice of cultivation. Now the word uh, in Pali for meditation um, is actually more accurately translated as cultivation. Uh, something that is cultivated, something that is developed, something that is nourished. And the cultivation of what? Cultivation of wholesome ways of relating, skillful ways of relating to experience. Cultivation of beautiful uh, qualities of heart and mind, uh, like gatheredness, like presence, like kindness. Uh, these are all uh, qualities, ways of relating that, uh, that we are uh, developing on the path, that we are cultivating on the path. And so this morning we're continuing the process that we started last night yeah, with Romero's guidance and then Jaya's this morning uh, of gathering, collecting our attention and our awareness. Yeah, we kind of a real sense of gathering it in. Sometimes we have a sense we kind of sit down to practice and it's like, I need to be present. You know, there's a sense of like tightness or like a, a very sharp focus that we need to bring in. Actually, what happens, and when we just see it as, ah, it's a gathering. Yeah? It's a gathering of attention. It's a gathering of awareness. It's a gathering into presence uh, that we're doing. Yeah? Collecting. Collecting our attention. And doing this with a quality of kindness, of care, of allowing. Allowing rather than rejecting as the atmosphere of attention, as the way of relating, uh, that's coloring our perception. So with any meditation practice, yeah. we use this understanding of an object in attention and a way of relating. And so when we practice meditation, we choose an anchor, right? We've already been doing it. We say, ah, this is going to be the object. This is going to be the anchor for my attention. So we choose uh, an anchor because that, gathering with that anchor, supports that gathering of attention, the gathering of awareness, the collecting um, into presence and settling um, with experience. And so the anchor uh, that we'll be suggesting to use, we're going to give you a choice, just like we already have. Yeah. But for many of us, uh, really helpful to use the anchor of the body. And as we've said, either the contact sensations 
body seat, body ground, body and that which supports it. Uh, the breath for some of us is a very useful anchor of attention. Uh, it may be that for some of us, body and breath for various reasons are not um, available as an anchor. You know, sometimes really simply, you know, you're used to working with the breath, you have a cold. <laughs> and, you know, breathing becomes very uncomfortable. So we'd say, okay, let's not necessarily use that. We have other options. So we could use contact sensations or uh, we could use sound. Yeah. So we touched on that a little bit this morning. All of these, wh- why are they useful as anchors? Because they are there <laughs> yeah, in any given moment. Any given moment, there's some aspect of the breathing, there's the sensations of contact, and there will be some sound in the environment uh, that we can open to. And they're fairly neutral. Mm. Don't come with a lot of baggage, um, usually. And it's helpful to, to choose the anchor in that way, according to that um, understanding. So in any meditation session, hopefully um, helpful to know what your anchor is. So, okay, this period is breath or body or sound. And to have some clarity, this is the primary um, anchor that I'm using so that we don't just kind of flit, flit about uh, between them. Um, this doesn't mean that that's the only thing in attention. Yeah? We're, not, we're not trying to get very narrow around something. We can have this image of uh, foreground and background. So we might have the, the breath, if that's our anchor, in the foreground, yeah, the thing that we're kind of mostly aware of, and in the background, in the peripheral awareness, there can be sounds, there can be body sensations. That makes sense to people, that relationship. So it's not, uh, we're kind of finding the middle way. We're not just flitting between different anchors in a meditation practice. Uh, but we're also not saying, you know, any moment that I'm not noticing the breath and only the breath is a moment of failure. Yeah, we're not saying that. Yeah, we're not saying that. No. This gatheredness that we're cultivating is actually quite a wide base of gatheredness uh, and collectedness. So this clarity around uh, what is their primary anchor and uh, holding that with a kind attentiveness, with a kind attentiveness, with a sense of care in the meeting with it. This simplifies experience. And as I said earlier, we're interested in this simplification on meditation retreat. Mm. We want to have this simplification because that supports more gathering, more settling. Mm. And that also supports um, a clarity of seeing. When things settle, Mm. things are more simple, we can see more clearly what is unfolding in experience. And that clarity of seeing enables us to then respond, respond uh, skillfully. So as we gather, as we settle into the practice uh, or with the anchor of attention, uh, this supports what we might call a unification or a harmonization between body, 
heart and mind. Sometimes we call this uh, having the whole team together. Body, heart and mind, the whole gang gathered together. Maybe we can think about that if we think about it as a, a team getting together, a group of friends getting together, we can get a sense when there's that harmonization, when the body, heart and mind are present together or together in presence, there's a well-being there. Mm-hmm. There's a well-being there. A very beautiful um, well-being that can sometimes be quite subtle. Other times can be quite, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And there's just that sense of, ah, that gatheredness actually supports um, a degree of well-being. And as Jaya was pointing to this morning, and just in the meditation, it can be really beautiful in our practice to open to notice when there's well-being, or when there's a degree of ease pleasantness. It can be quite subtle, it can be quite mild. But part of our training uh, through meditation practice is to notice that also and to be able to rest into it. Able to rest into it, to receive it, appreciate it. So we're going to have our anchor of attention breath, body, sound. Mm. And we're also going to be aware of the uh, how we're paying attention, the atmosphere of attention, which this morning really emphasizing that sense of allowing, of receptivity, of non-judgment, really emphasizing that aspect of kindness, of care, whichever of these... um, words, these resonances uh, touch you or meet your experience. You can uh, kind of incline to that uh, frequency, we can say, in attention, of receiving the anchor in kindness, receiving it with care. So we might uh, sometimes really have a sense of, ah, yes, sound, make yourself at home in this heart and mind, in this awareness. Make yourself at home, breath. And when you're ready to go, you go. There's that sense of welcome to appear, welcome to stay, welcome to go. A real sense of that kind of receptivity that we're uh, tuning into, that we're practicing. And this is, a, a for many of us, for most of us, it goes against the uh, stream of our habits, yeah. our habits of reactivity, of actually being more like, you know, a, uh, um, a bouncer. <laughs> and uh, of saying, you yes, you no. Yeah. Okay, I want this sound, but I don't want that sound. You can come in to awareness, but you, no, wait till I'm in a better mood. Yeah. So we, we kind of, counter that tendency to reactivity, which um, actually when we look at our experience does the opposite of bring well-being, brings a sense of contraction, brings a sense of rejection, brings uh, tension into the system and reactivity. 
And so we're moving along the spectrum from reactivity to ease, from ill-being to well-being. And it's a training. It's something we're practicing uh, how to do. And I really want to emphasize a couple of things here. One is uh, this isn't necessarily a, an instruction for living life in any situation. This is an instruction for meditation practice. So try it out. You haven't signed a lifetime commitment to living this way. Yeah. So try it out. See what it opens up. See what it offers. See how it impacts experience, uh, what it does to the sense of well-being. Over time. Yeah, important to say over time. Also want to name, it's not always easy. Yeah, the body will most likely get uncomfortable yeah, at some point if it hasn't already. The mind uh, may get agitated or restless or just a little bit or a lot distracted or dull. Yeah, we'll do that. But that's part of our practice, noticing that. That's part of our training. See, ah, there's discomfort in the body. How do I meet this? The mind has been distracted. Oh, now I'm present with that distraction when I notice it. And can I even kind of get excited about this moment of presence? Get happy about this moment of presence right now. We call it sometimes the aha moment. Or just, yeah, yeah, I'm present. And so tuning to the whole range of our experience with kindness and with interest. So kindness doesn't mean we just let it all happen and we're, we're not discerning. Yeah, but we're meeting with kindness and we're meeting with interest and curiosity. How is this impacting experience? What are the possibilities of engagement? We don't need to get it perfect every time. It's something we're learning to do. It doesn't matter how many years you've been meditating. Yeah. We're still learning, all of us. Still cultivating, all of us. Learning how to do it. So mi mistakes, seemingly mistakes will happen. Distraction will happen. And how do we meet it? How do we keep this willingness to, to show up alive? So I think that's, that's enough as an introduction and let's, um, let's practice together. Um, and maybe just an invitation if it feels like there's already some tension building up in the body, if you just want to stand uh, or stretch any part of the body and then um, get into your posture again. But just take a few moments to do that. And an opportunity to have a sense of kindness and of interest as you do that. It's not other than our practice. It is part of our practice. And as we're doing this, as you're attending to the body, stretching, opening it, um, and settling back into your posture, just a few more points around posture. 
Uh, we've emphasized the three points of contact. It's kind of three um, points where the body is supported. Another little tip that can be helpful to remember in the posture is, if possible, to have the hips higher than the knees. This can be a really helpful guideline. So if you're sitting on a chair, I see some of you are doing it, then um, having maybe uh, one of those chair wedges or um, a cushion to just bring the hips a little bit higher than the knees. It really supports the back. Same thing if you're on the floor. It happens naturally on a bench. Might need a little bit of attention in the cross-legged position. If possible, it can be really helpful. And what we're looking for in the posture is a posture where the, um, the hips open and that supports the back. It supports the back to be upright. Um, and at the same time at ease. So we're not using too much force, uh, muscular force, to, to create that um, uprightness. Yeah. The muscles will be working, especially if we're not used to it. Yeah. But it's a, a matter of degree. So we're looking for this uprightness and ease in the posture, uh, the opening of the chest, the relaxing of the shoulders. You can just play with that now as, as I'm saying it, to feel what happens uh, when we do that. And we've put up some more detailed guidelines by the notice board um, that you can refer to that kind of remind us what we're looking for with the posture. But one more thing to say about it, the body has habits just like the mind, so it will revert to the habit. For many of us, the habit is being a little bit slumped. Yeah. And that and we can notice when we slump, that closes off the chest. Yeah. And so whatever the habits are of your body, yeah, just knowing, yes, it will revert to that. That's okay. It's just about noticing. And when we notice, gently reaffirming the posture. Gentle uprightness, balanced with ease in the back, having that gentleness and curiosity. We will also um, offer at 11.30 today, so um, we'll have a walking period after this session and then a sitting, and after that sitting, in the walking, for those who wish, there'll be an optional posture uh, workshop here, uh, where we will, the three of us will be here, and we'll just, for those who wish, uh, go through and do some one-on-one one -on -one work with you with the posture uh, for anyone who uh, feels that may be helpful. So finally, the practice. So now that there's more silence, just checking in, there's any other adjustments that are needed in the posture. Letting the awareness 
come into the body and collect and gather in the body. You can use the contact sensations to gather and collect and steady the awareness. When you're ready from that gatheredness with the contact sensations, the immediacy of the contact sensations, we can open out the awareness. Letting it soften and expand through the body. that we have a sense of the whole body here. Whole body sitting present. Through the practice, we can find what's helpful, more groundedness with the sensations of contact, more openness through the whole body. As much as possible, encouraging the awareness to be wide and open and soft. Like the body, the awareness has habits as well, and its habit is to shrink, to get smaller. When we notice that, we can open it out, feeling the whole body. Rooted in the sensations of contact and opening out. softening through the whole space of the body.
And as we open the awareness through the whole space of the body, tuning in to that quality of receptivity and awareness, of a caring, kind receptivity. Inviting ourselves into a mode of receiving the experience of the wide awareness. Receiving the experience of the contact sensations. Taking a few moments to feel for ourselves what would be the appropriate anchor for attention for this time. Might be the sensations of contact and we can include the hands in that as we did this morning. Might be the breath. Might be sound. Whatever the anchor that we choose for this time, having a sense of receiving it into awareness. Allowing or even welcoming it into awareness. The sound or breath or bodily sensation. Known in a wide and open awareness through the whole body. Received welcomed in awareness. So this is our practice, let's explore it in silence for a while.
Noticing what's unfolding in experience right now without judgment, with interest and kindness. Whatever is revealed, can we rejoice in the presence of this moment right here? Whatever is known in awareness, presence or distraction, this is a moment, this is a moment of possibility. Present with distraction. Present with mindfulness. Tuning in more fully and deeply to the kindness in awareness. Tuning more fully to the presence of the anchor of attention. Giving the gift of attentiveness to this breath or this sound or this sensation. And doing it again and again and again. Gathering with the anchor, receiving it into attention, tuning in to kindness and interest as we do so. Softening awareness and letting it be wide as we continue to attend, as we continue to receive in kindness.
softening awareness through the whole body giving the gift of attention to the anchor in awareness kindness and interest as we practice opening to any well-being that arises in the hearing, in the breathing, in the bodily life, in the giving, the gift of our attention and welcoming that too, welcoming that well-being opening to it and soaking it in, absorbing it in. The sound of the bell also received in awareness with kindness and interest.
So we're going to continue cultivating these wholesome qualities Soha was describing in a different way. A different form. The same cultivation, but different form, using a different means. And we are going to do that not sitting, as we have been doing since this morning, but walking. We are going to use a walking, the act of walking. So we can bring the same loving interest to our experience, to the unfoldment of our experience while we walk. We can develop the quality of collectedness, of gathering, while we walk. For example, I'm going to give you just, just one form, one of the many forms to practice walking meditation. We could choose a walking path that can be a straight line between 10, 15 meters with a starting point and an end point. And we can take our body to walk that path from the beginning to the end, focusing our attention on the sensations on the feet, on the sole of the feet as we walk. We could cultivate uh, the collectedness, the gathering in this way without attempting that our attention is there fixed, but with an open awareness as well to notice also sounds and the bodily sensations and, and the visual sensations because uh, would be would be very wise to have our eyes open as we walk and just just gazing in front of you, mm. one, two meters in front of you to know where we are stepping. And as it happens when we practice sitting, the mind will wander, we will find at times we were distracted, mm. the same. We do the same as when we practice sitting meditation. We acknowledge that fact. We rejoice in coming back to the present moment. You may want to celebrate that by ah, pausing and breathing with a little bit more consciousness. Ah, two or three deeper breaths. And then we can take our body and continue the walking. When you get to the end of the path, you may want to also stand, pause and stand a little bit, just checking your body, how you're feeling, in a sense of the whole body standing and breathing. And without any rush, you turn around and then do the path on the other direction. So that's one way you can practice walking meditation. You walk at a slower rate, pace, as you normally walk, but not so uh, slow that you lose your equilibrium, a compromise. 
And another thing that you may want to practice or explore in your walking meditation, it's a sense of grounding. A sense of grounding. Mm. This first whole day of retreat is very much about collecting, gathering, grounding. You know, you we've come here, we have left our homes, our normal familiar environments, but we have taken the mind with us. And the mind uh, may be very busy trying to arrange and to sort out your life while you are here in Gaia House. <laughs> it can be good um, for the mind of for the whole system to to really pay attention when you contact the ground and to let yourself be held. To have the sense that you are being held by something greater than yourself. Which each step, just, just the sense of resting, that you don't have to figure everything out. You're giving, giving it the mind a break. <laughs> it's so tiny what we can control in our lives. And we have to do our best. We have to do our best. But for the almost the whole part, it doesn't depend on us. And there is something greater that is holding us and that is taking care of that. So can we also, also have a sense of rest? Ah, oh. with each step. Ah, oh. here I am being held by the ground. I can trust. I can trust. That's another thing you may want to explore in your walking meditation practice. And you know, you, you don't have to wait until you get to your walking path to practice, to bring your loving and curious attention to the present moment. We can do that from the very moment we stand up and then while we take our body to our walking path, wherever it is, inside the house or taking advantage of the grounds outside. So wishing you a good practice and we will gather again here at 11. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.